1: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor of the 5 Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. That includes Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, or the 5 Reasons YouTube channel where you may be watching us live. Also check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. We do not have a paywall for all of your written content. And check out the great sponsors of the 5 Reasons Sports Network. That includes prize picks. Use code 5, F-I-V-E. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. If you played prize picks tonight and you followed me, you would have won. I went under on Kevin Love and over on Franz Wagner. And that worked out pretty well. Go to Prize use the code 5FIVE, F-I-V-E, get that initial deposit matched up to $100. You can play other sports with the NBA, combine them all. And you can also play futures props on there. They got some baseball props on there. If you want to check those out, use the code 5FIVE, 5, prizepicks.com. And now, today's episode.
3: Down to Biscay.
1: game. Yikes.
3: Biscay. Uh. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Well, here's the thing, you
0: can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, rain bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Got the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block? stop in one hand. Impact and Pat, we trust. it's squad have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
1: All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got Brady Hawk. Follow him at Brady Hawk 305 I got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. He's also producing this particular episode. We'll try to get up some of your comments as we go. Very disappointing loss for the Miami Heat tonight. They drop one in Orlando, another lottery team that they lose to on the road, Charlotte, so many of these during the course of the year, and, of course, Detroit, San Antonio at home. But they do it in a weird, weird, weird way. This was a strange game. They actually send the thing to overtime because Jimmy Butler goes nuclear again at the end of the game. First, a, a three uh, a three free throws are wiped out by review, Eric Spolscher manages to get the officials to review it again so that the Heat end up getting the ball after a jump, uh, end up getting a ball, getting possession. Jimmy then makes a shot to send the game to overtime, and then the Heat just get obliterated in the overtime, just destroyed on the glass and run out of the building to the point that Jimmy Butler was basically in the locker room before the game ended. So there's a lot to get to tonight. Um, There's the Cody Zeller injury. We'll talk about that. As we go forward, there was the weirdness of Tyler Hero and why he didn't come back in the game. There was, there until the very end, there was Kyle Lowry's return, in which he was a huge minus, but then made some three, I mean a three and a layup, and then something else he did on the break we won't talk about at the end of regulation. And then Yurt actually got minutes today, and for some reason that did not save the season. Um, Let's start from, you know what, let's start from the overtime, guys, because... The game was there. Like, you make all of this effort to get there. Brady, what happened?
2: They didn't get their best player of the basketball. Like, I think it's that simple. Like, you just literally watched a, a remake of last year's playoffs, basically. It's Jimmy Butler, and that's it. Like, it was a bunch of uh, problematic pieces around the edges where they just did not have any help for him. He has 38 points. They're down three. He hits, a like you said, an incredible shot to end up putting it into OT. And Jimmy Butler doesn't have a shot attempt in overtime like they went three minutes of time where he'd even like touch the ball. Like he had like a possession where he like swung it here or there, but he was not, they weren't even looking for him to get the shots. And it's kind of, it's, it's just a weird dynamic to me. Like if there's a problem, we can talk about the fact that they just gave 126 points to the magic, like that the defense is a problem in itself. That it's, there's a, we can also look on the flip side and say they scored 114 points. Uh All basically felt like scored by Jimmy and they don't really have any help, but it's like, they had a chance there at the end because of their best player was doing things. And as much as Jimmy says, playoff, Jimmy, isn't a thing. It's a thing. He can enter this mode right now where he can just become the best player on the floor by a long shot. Uh, and they wasted it. They wasted a game where he came up big and he scores 38, like I said, and hits that shot all because I don't know, because they don't get him the ball. And it's, a, it's, it's strange to me. Like we could talk about guys going up short and, and blame it on that stuff. But when, when a team has a guy rolling that literally whatever set they put him in, he's just getting to the brim. He's just hitting jumpers after jumper. Even, you know, these last two games, he's been hitting jumpers. I don't know how you don't get that guy in the ball. Like, it's just, it's odd to me. So, uh, and I, I, that is not the only problem in this game. And I think the Tyler dynamic is a weird one. And I don't even know how to address it because I don't really know what the dynamic is there. Was he not playing because he just, they decided they didn't want him in closing? Was it because early in the game, he went to the locker room early. It seemed like he had a stomach bug of some kind. Maybe that fed into it, that there was you know something there. And I know he came back in at the last play of the fourth quarter. Maybe it was just to try to uh, decoy, just to kind of see if they can get some spacing things a certain way. But uh, I don't know. This is just, this felt like a weird one. And then the way that he walked off the court with, with time still left on the clock. Like I said, after the game, I was like, the locker room right now, to me, feels like it's either extremely quiet or it's getting really loud. Like, that's the way it feels like. It's it's going one or the other way, and it's it's there's no small talk going on right now. It's one of the two.
1: This felt, in a lot of ways, Alex, like a microcosm of the entire season. It, like, the whole way it played out. It's totally disjointed. There are guys in. There are guys out. Again, we haven't seen Yurt all year. Then he has to play. There's no Caleb Martin today, which exposes their lack of wing depth. Then Lowry comes in. And ends up playing, what did he play, 30 minutes tonight? Like, that was not supposed to happen.
2: Are you talking about uh, Kyle? Kyle was at 36 minutes.
1: 36 minutes. I thought he'd be on a minutes restriction. They, he hinted at it. Right. And, and, and then you have Gabe giving you nothing. Uh, Bam, I don't know where Bam's head was tonight. I, this was, he's had some clunkers since the All-Star break. This was one of them. Uh, you mentioned the Tyler situation. They're not a team this year, Alex. They're just not a team. Like it's just, it's just, it's just parts. It's just parts. And it's like, can Jimmy save us? And again, I don't want to read too much in the going to the locker room early. He doesn't usually do that stuff. But if if it, if this is not like last season where he had the confrontation with Udonis, and you're like, okay, this could be a good trigger point for them. Like there was a lot bubbling under the surface, but they were still winning. You know, and it was like, okay, so some of the passive-aggressive stuff came out. This doesn't feel like that, though. This feels like just complete frustration with the shit show around him.
3: Yep. I mean, that's a great way of putting it. Like, this is one of those games where, you know, classic 2023 Heat type of game right here. Just one that you definitely could have won. Um, And I was saying on playback that they weren't on their way to hitting the benchmarks that they've needed all season uh, to win games. That obviously ended up being the case too, especially when you just look at the fact that they got out rebounded by 19, <laughs> you know, and not just on the offensive boards, because they got out rebounded by 10 on there and then nine as well on the defensive. And that's something that they're good at. Those are that's just one indicator that, like, for as small as they've been, they've been a pretty decent rebounding team. It's almost all of it on the defensive boards, just getting outworked there by a ton. Then you you look at the points off turnovers and the turnovers, everything favors Orlando. I mean, you're supposed to win the possession battle. You evened it up with free throws. But again, everything comes down to Jimmy having to save you because the rest of the team didn't do what they needed to to safely, you know, like, take control and just take care of business with this game. And surprisingly enough, this is, you know, opposite, not necessarily related here, but you were just saying Gabe sucked or whatever. He gave you 5 of 10 tonight shooting, which I don't even remember. I'm surprised because it felt like Gabe had a rough game. I think a lot of it... Um, was also at the end where for some reason he just had the ball in his hands so much as the guy going to the rim. I don't know why that was the case. It happened like three different times in overtime. Could not agree with with Brady more as far as not getting uh, Jimmy the ball. I thought the defensive effort in overtime was awful. The body language was awful. And so the, the way that they started and ended this game in overtime specifically, not in the fourth, was I think that's that's what ends up doing it for you. Like you give up all those points in such a little t- in such little time and overtime, and then you give up 34 in the first. It's tough, man. Like I, they're they're not doing enough, and this is exactly what Jimmy was talking about the other day in the post game press conference. Like they're getting bored with the process because they know what they need to do. They all talk about it post game. Every single one of them, Spo, the players all talk about it without outright saying that they suck on offense. They say it with all the things they say. They know what they need to do to win. They just didn't do it tonight, and then that overtime was just perplexing. Like. Losing on the road in overtime is one thing, especially for this team. But the way that it happened was just so debilitating, harsh, brutal, you know, whatever word you want to describe. Like, that's not the effort you expect from this team, especially like we we were talking during playback about this as well. Like they turn their stuff, they get their stuff together in the fourth quarter when things matter most and when that's it. There's no more time for eating crap. And you, you can see I'm censoring myself well, he here, does but, no, but,
1: but, but that's but the they, thing. And over
3: time, all of it went away.
1: Right. But, but, but he, he does. And again, they brought him in with a seven and a half left tonight. Right. Because he had played fewer minutes up through that. And so, and they were down more and he helps carry them. But I mean, let's get away from the end of the game sequence, which he was incredible, but why were they even in that position? Like, again, you, you're coming off a win against Cleveland. You get the road, you get the home stance to three and three. You get on the road against a team that I mean, let's I mean, look. Orlando has a lot of nice young pieces. They're not playing for anything right now. They don't have a lot of the heat killers that they used to have. The Vucevic's suppose says Cody Zeller has a broken nose. Thanks to Eternal, who was with us on playback tonight. Um, they'll mask that up and he'll he'll be back, I'm sure. But you know they. <laughs> They get it to 3-3. Three and three. They're going against a the team. There's no Fournier. There's no Terrence Ross. There's no Vucevic. Like, all of these names that have haunted the heat for years up there. You can't – you just can't put yourself in a position where you're down double digits to that team.
3: You're saying you can't to... give up 12 of 17 to Wendell Carter Jr.?
1: No, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, the guys that they're making it easy for. And some of this is roster construction. Some of it is uh, inconsistency of rotation because players going in and out and it's just like this is like the whole false all hands on deck thing but it's like no you're right they they know what to do but they they don't do it consistently kevin love is giving them nothing right now i'm sorry like he's just not like i you know it's you know you, he's unplayable down the stretch of games and some of the defensive problems are are related to this starting lineup go ahead brady
2: I just wanna throw in just to get some context. There was Tyler Hero was battling food poisoning sposa after the game. So I just wanted to throw that in there just to get some context on it.
1: Okay, well and, and, and look that, that like that makes that makes sense and that's why he wasn't in there and, and maybe things go a little bit differently if he was in there. Um I, I didn't I mean we talked about the depot minutes tonight again. Um some pluses, a lot of minuses there. But they they has become a team since the All Star break in particular where this team was trending towards more of a bam direction and it's just all Jimmy now. Like it's all Jimmy for better or worse, and mostly better, but often late. And you know, you have a guy shooting 65% from the floor. He's been like the most efficient player in the league since the All-Star break. They're still not winning. They're 4 and 6 since the break. And then like you said they become so reliant on him Brady and then they don't go to him in the overtime and it's just, it's almost like, you know, again, if they had a different coach this year, somebody who didn't have a track record, we'd be like, why are they not listening to him? It does not feel like they're processing stuff, so to speak. As Jimmy says, we're bored with the process. And so they end up in this situation against these kind of teams that they just can't lose to. They are headed for the play in. They're headed for the play in. This does not look like a team that's going to get a six seed.
2: You mentioned the process and, and kind of ties into the coaching and then the offense in general like getting away from all the late game stuff to your point, you've mentioned like, why were they in this position in the first place? Like their process offensively in, the, in the, to begin that game was horrible. Like, it's like I said during the game, I kept saying, I said on Twitter as well, I was like, there's a difference between an open shot and a good shot. And mm-hmm. I feel like this team has never like specifically this season. Cause obviously last year was a different, was a totally different story, but they don't, I feel like they, that's <laughs> like a motto for them because they just get an open shot. And I'm not even going at individuals, but like Depot, was what what did he end up tonight he ends up one of eight from three three of 13 from the field and it felt like they were one after another like it was just like deflating at a certain extent like it's just like this offense is already a grind like every time down it is a grind to get anywhere positive as a scorer and when you're just giving a defense is purposely helping off of you to kind of double jimmy to double bam and you're just taking that shot and giving them what they want like against the orlando magic at that like this isn't even an elite team defense that's going to know like that they are just forcing you into these looks like that is just a bad look like that is just that is unlike like undisciplined like that you're just you're just not in the right mind space uh so it just felt like the the shot process in general was weird and the turnovers just continue to be mind-boggling like we we talked about all year you have to win the yeah. turnover battle we were talking about in the context that they need to force turnovers because the way their defense became you know top five you know up to the all-star break was because they were forcing turnovers and not even getting out on the break. They were just getting more possessions than you. It was all about that because their offensive possessions weren't great, but the goal was trying to get more of them and try to get at least some easy buckets. Now the turnover problem is that they're not forcing turnovers and they're also committing a ton of turnovers. And I was talking about before, I you know ideally Kyle could come in and calm some of that, but it's like when you look at some of the lineups they're running, Kyle's off ball. And it's, yeah. it's, it's Tyler and it's Vic. And the reason I said earlier, and I kept talking about it, and this was obviously a terrible BAM game, But still, Bam, even in his worst games, is a hub. And if you can get the ball to him and at least let him create to a certain extent, he's he's also very into these turnover problems as well. So I don't want to let him off the hook. But there's a reliance on the guards in a way that I don't think there should be a reliance on the guards. Where you get in these lineups without Jimmy, when Jimmy's not the hub, where it's Tyler and Vic creating in a way that they aren't comfortable in a certain moment, and the turnovers start flying, and obviously... Uh, you know, I even asked Jimmy about it la- last last night. He said, well, we can't turn the ball over against this team because they're young and they'll get out on the break. They were, they're were they young and they did get out on the break against them because oh. they turned it over. So it's a weird dynamic and it's like this, it's almost too predictable with a lot of the stuff they do because it's, it's we talk about these like certain themes and, and narratives and they just like happen game after game. Like it, if there's one thing they're consistent with on this team, it's the negatives. It's the things that they yeah. carry over, it seems like game to game.
1: I mean, I think on most teams right now, Vic and Gabe would not be playing like I, I I feel like they would both be I mean with the the erratic play, inefficient play of late, but also the the part that's worse about Vic than Gabe is that Gabe will stop. Vic won't stop. like it's just it's right It's just he's and and, and you're, I mean they're they're taking the shots that the heat try to get other teams to take. We talked about this on playback. They are basically if the shot is open, last year we complained that they overpassed, that they passed out of open shots to get a better open shot. If this only. Year, right. Yeah, this year they're just cranking it. Like, that's it. All right, we're going to do a couple other sponsors here, and then I want to spend the last five minutes here on BAM. I-, I do, because you're right, we can't let him off the hook. He's the all-star. Where the hell has he been lately with the exception of one game? All right, we do want to mention a couple sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Our friend Lynette, she was everywhere tonight. Uh, She's always on the – uh, she's on. she pops in on Playback. She was on Spaces. A uh, huge Miami Heat fan. Of course, she's here as well. And she can help you get life insurance. She can help you get all kinds of different insurance, including car insurance. If you've got a bad driving record, she's the person to go to. Go to insurancebylanette.com. That's A-aggressive insurance, insurancebylanette.com, 954-581-8800. That's 954-581-8800. And again, she will get you a good deal on on, uh, auto insurance. She'll make it easy for you. She'll give you all the options. So reach out to her there. We also do want to mention another sponsor, ODM Performance Solutions, odmpsi.com. Let's talk about this in the context of if you you run a business that they can help you find employees and they can. But also, if you're an employee, you want to find a business to link up with, especially if it's a bank, a supermarket. They work with all these nationwide. Reach out to odmpsi.com. Get yourself linked up there. This is for high-end jobs. If you know you're capable of it, give it a shot and apply through them. Go to ODM Performance Solutions or odmpsi.com. George, uh, George, Josh, their entire team will help you out. Make sure you mention five reasons. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp H E L P.com slash Miami heat. <sighs> Every time.
0: And if you
2: love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: All right, performance solution here going forward is their All-Star needs to start playing like an All-Star. I don't really know. I mean, it's 10 games now. Bam has probably played maybe a game and a half at an elite level. And that's been about it. I mean, he's been kind of mid in a couple of other games and kind of down in like five or six games, right? Like, Alex, what's going on here?
3: Man, that's a really tough question, but it's good that you talked about that this is where we're going because I was actually looking up before you even said that, and we didn't plan this, but I was looking up Bam's numbers since the All-Star break because I wanted to see exactly where they're at now. Um, so he's averaging uh, since February 24, 2023, a.k.a. the Bucks game, the first game after All-Star break. He's averaging 18 points, six rebounds, three assists. He's doing it on 13 and a half field goal attempts a game and four and a half free throws. So just about everything is down, you know, um, and also negative uh, 4.8 plus minus. So mm-hmm. shout out to StatMuse for that quick search to give me that. I could, you know, I just think, look, man, there, there's a lot going on here. I think, bam, some of the stuff that Jimmy will do throughout a game. It seems like Bam is taking some of that on, except for entire games. where like, he's trying, but he's not fully engaged. And it didn't feel like we saw any of that before the all-star break. I don't know what it is. I don't know what to blame it on. What I do know is that I think the, brig- the biggest problem for this team offensively, you know, there's a lot of them, right? <laughs> there, there's a lot of them. But a, a lot of, like, other than just the fact that they can't hit their open three-point shots, that has led to, and we've talked about this plenty of times already at this point, And guys are the teams are sending so many guys into the paint to help. And things are so clogged up. It feels like it keeps getting worse. You saw it tonight, even more with the magic and their increased size and length. It just made things so hard. I think Bam is seeing a lot of bodies in the paint, and all of a sudden he's not as he's not as engaged. It's almost like, you know, okay, I gotta pass it out to the shooter. And that's just kind of what it is. He's making the reads, and a lot of the times the aggression is not there, and it's it's not aggression i don't know if that aggression is the right word i think what it is is um you know and brady talks about this a lot the way that they go to him is very inconsistent it feels like they go to the guards more to create for him and they are just not good at feeding bam so yeah mm-hmm. bam needs to be better but the team it, they're not good at feeding bam they're just not whether it's you know when he has post position on a small guy whether it's as a roller you know there's increased help in the paint. And I think it's just jammed everything up. I don't think he is as into it as he was um, before the all-star break. He's got to be better, but I I don't think they're making things easier on him. I, I really do think they got to set him up with some of the plays that they used to set up Jimmy and get him in his spots. Like you got to make things easier for your stars. And I know I used to say that a lot last season, but some of the stuff that Bam was doing so well this season, it's just not available to there anymore. Like, you can't just mm-hmm. have him spam 15 mid-range jump shots a game. That can't be his entire shot profile. You got to find him a way to get easy ones. He's not getting it as a roller anymore with all the guys sitting there in the paint waiting for him. it It's just become this thing where everything has compounded the next problem. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's not all on Bam. It's not all on Gabe, on Kyle, on Depot. All, all these guys that we want to say are not playing well enough. But now it's just come to a head because – everything is compounded and now they are where they are. And it seems like, you know, they're headed for the plan. And, and
1: this is the thing, Brady, as we close, Jimmy can get his own damn camp. And, and that's why I, I think what Alex is saying is relevant here because this is pushing and, and that's right. His defense has slipped since the all-star break considerably, yeah. but, but the Jimmy can get his own and damn camp. And so when we're asking guys to take over, This team is trending towards a Jimmy team again, which is not good in the grand scheme of things. It 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 has saved you in a couple of these games, but is not the direction the franchise wanted to go. It wasn't the direction they wanted to go last year either. And here we are, where they are reliant on their their oldest star, because I don't consider Lowry a star at this point, to carry them through here. And, and that's the thing. And I, I just, he does seem disengaged since the all-star break. Um, mm-hmm. But I think some of the frustration is seeped in about not being able to get the ball where he wants. And he's not the type to kind of express that publicly like a white side would or like an NB would. It's not his personality. And I, I think it's the point they all checked out. They don't care about the season. It does feel like that with the exception of pockets of the game where Jimmy decides to carry them. But I just want you to address before we close here, the trend of it being all Jimmy since the all-star break. I I just, as much as I want to celebrate Jimmy and I I do because he has to do this. There's no choice. Like Mm -hmm. do it. It's not good. This is not where they should be.
2: No, it's definitely not good. I mean, you see where that gets you in general. It's good. I mean, you can celebrate both if you're, individually you can say that Jimmy Butler is playing at an incredibly high level. Like he is doing things on the basketball court that many players in this league are not doing. But to your point, he's doing them for a reason because we know what Jimmy Butler, as much as we can say playoff Jimmy or leaning into playoff Jimmy, we know what regular season Jimmy is. And we know what he likes to do in the regular season. This is not it. Like this is not the die. And this is not what the heat wants to do as much as 38 points is cool and all like that is not what this offense is built to do. Uh, but I will say in terms of Bam, because I know a lot of people were, were mentioning it, the, the key to it, the Bam situation to me is is he looks uncomfortable, and I don't think that's a fit thing with the love thing, because I know that's where that'll lean into. I just think he looks individually uncomfortable, and we always talk about rhythm. Like, we talk about yeah. Tyler Hero being in a rhythm. If he hits a shot or two, he gets in a rhythm. And to all the commenters that were just putting it, Bam feeds off his defense, Mm-hmm. The way that he gets going offensively is not just getting a steal and going and getting a layup on the other end. Like once he starts getting defensively going, getting into it, he starts playing better offensively. And to everybody's point, he has not been playing at that same level defensively. Like he has had too many lapses and I, and I, it's not like, you know, we could do this blame game as well. It's not all on him because he's having so much to account for, but he's always had so much to account for. So like if we're, mm-hmm. if we're measuring bam on bam scale and at the baseline of his own ability, that this is what it is. And he's not playing at that level. He's getting beat way too often. uh, I believe, you know, even smaller, I mean, not smaller, kind of slower bigs that are be able to kind of slip by him and get into the lane and get easy buckets. Like, it feels like there's just too many of those moments and lapses (laughs) one-on-one. It's not even the stuff. uh, Help wise. Like it's more so one-on-one and getting into the lane. So uh, I think he definitely deserves that type of uh, criticized just because the defense is big for this team. But like I just said, that defense feeds into his offense. And I think that's why he looks so uncomfortable But the thing is, he's not even inefficient right now. Like his, he's just not doing anything.
1: He's just not doing enough. Like Like the numbers, the the number that the numbers that Alex is citing are his numbers from like his down points of last season. Like we Mm -hmm. like the fact that he's averaging under 14 shot attempts per game or six rebounds a game lately, or Wendell Carter's going for 27. He's just, and, and I know you said this, okay. That, Uh, I I know you said this, that it's not a Kevin Love thing. And I I agree with you for the most part. Mm -hmm. But again, the the all-star break happens. Love comes in. Bam's play has slipped. Okay. And, and And he's looked more comfortable playing with Caleb. And there was no Caleb tonight. And so for all the talk about they need size, they need size, they need size, Maybe they need quickness and athleticism next to Bam and a guy that he trusts defensively because he, it has not looked the same. And I I wonder how long they're going to stay with the love experiment here. If he's basically a token starter and you're getting off to bad starts, that's, that's not, look, there's a reason. There's a reason that Cleveland in a playoff chase, okay. Where they're trying to secure a home court seed gave up on a player who'd been there for nine years. I I just, he just, we're seeing a lot of what what they were worried about um, in Cleveland happening here, and I'm not seeing enough of the good to justify it. I think Eric needs to look at the whole thing again. I think now that everybody's back, it's a whole reshuffle. And if you're gonna play Lowry 36 minutes and you're gonna start him, then to me Caleb goes back to the starting lineup. You can't put you cannot put Love Hero and and uh, and and Lowry in the starting lineup together. You can't. Um, yeah, that's comes in 6.1 net rate. Thanks, uh, Alex. He's handling Bruce today for the bam and love minutes. It's, it's a thing at this point and bam looks out of sorts. So I, you know, I, I don't think it's just one factor, but I will say tonight could be a tipping point because what you don't want to happen now, and it may not matter because they're headed for the play in is for Jimmy to throw his hands up. And this it's kind of felt through some of his comment, not through his play, but it's almost like he's been taking one last shot at this through his play. Okay, maybe I can carry him through this. And if that's not enough, if you get the Jimmy checkout now, you may not even make the plan. Thanks to our sponsors, ODMPSI.com, ODMPSI.com, aggressive insurance, that's insurance by just Thank you, Ben. Appreciate that. Some of the comments don't translate so well to the podcast feed, but we always appreciate you guys throwing them in there. Of course, prize fix, use that code 5. Join us on playback. That was a fun time tonight, even though Eternal told me to, to, stop, to stop talking or keep talking or one of those things that happened to make something good happen. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the 5 on the Floor on the 5 Regional Sports Network.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward.